Hello there, and welcome to the very first podcast of the website, Three Stories Small, entitled, Not So Random. Today we'll be talking about how to learn new things, a subject matter that we discuss a lot on our webpage in terms of adulting and all that that implies. We know that if you're listening to this podcast and many others, that you must be interested in learning something new, or do we? Sometimes people assume they want to learn something new, but what they really want is something different, something that they don't have. This could be anything, and is often unrealistic goal setting that gets in our way. For instance, I myself want to learn a new language, and I have a more than doable goal of a five-year time to encompass the written language as well as the speaking and other parts of it. Whereas some people might always stick to the learn this language in three days or less, or um how to do something new in 45 minutes. Now, you can learn about something in 45 minutes, but learning how to do that thing, not so sure. Now, the main thing that you have to realize is that you're learning something for you and not for somebody else. You might be learning it because someone else sort of gave you the idea but it's really for you. At the end of the day, it's you by yourself doing whatever. I don't know about you, but I'm around kids a lot. And I constantly think I should be able to teach them something. Have you ever felt like that? You want to teach them something but you feel like you've got focus, nothing. Well, one thing that a kid could teach you is how to say no, how to say yes. Sometimes we learn things simply by saying yes and no or by asking why. Now, in the article on our website, we've talked about different steps on how to get your brain ready to learn, how to observe and ask questions, listen to something you don't like, and doing things you don't think you'll like. I myself have said yes more times than I can count, just so that I could experience or learn something that I could be happy about. When we do new things, no matter what it is, we're learning. Take that child that I mentioned before. They learn something new probably every day and simple things that we barely think about the proper way to hold scissors 
the right way to stack blocks. The fact that sand is gritty. Kids find something new all the time. And we're given the same day they're given. So why can't we learn something new? Now, going into things that you don't think you'll like. I've always found that this is encouraging for myself because there's lots of things that I have big imagination about and um, perceptions of that people have told me from different conversations or that I have um, sort of thought about or read about that scared me, such as um, going to a haunted house. I don't like being scared at all. And many people don't. Many people do. So when I think about doing something I don't like, usually it involves being afraid. Now, conquering fears is a whole other story and something we're not going to get into so much today. But when we do something small, we don't think we'll like. Maybe even just trying a new food. We're learning. Talking to people we don't know. Observation of the world around you is also a lost art. Sometimes we people watch. We go to the grocery store or the park and we start making up stories about the people around us. But what if we step through that invisible barrier and actually talk to that person? Maybe we'll find out that they are not or that they are what we thought they were. Now, the first step in learning something new is actually getting your brain ready. Now, the first step in learning something new happens when you want to. Now, In the article that was written on our website, we go through steps and that's important for SEO quality, you know? It's important to have steps and different paragraphs and everything, but the fact of the matter is that when you want something, that's the beginning. When you want to want something, If you didn't want to learn something, you wouldn't even be thinking about it. It's kind of like thinking about the steps that it takes for your brain to pick up a glass of water. It's instinctual. You're not going to sit there and think and think and think. And sometimes you will because of a certain brain abnormality or um, something else. 
that's going on with you in particular. But most people, when they want something to drink, they just get the water. Certain things are easy that way. Instinctual. But there are other things we actually have to put our body through the motions of frequently. Just to wrap our brains around it. So, getting your brain ready to learn is an important step, but I could not begin to tell you which step it is. Now, your mind, like all of your other organs, is interworking and important. You know that. It's your brain. You only get one. It doesn't grow back. But sometimes people think that each part of their body parts works independently. And now, we know that's not true because of biology, um, when we feel pain. We know it's all connected. And yet, because of our actions, we show that we think that they're independent. Think about this, for example. Your brain, your body, is water. And yet, we don't want to intake any more water because of the taste or the time or whatever. And we are dehydrated all the time. And we don't think that this is going to impact the way that our body functions. The way our brain functions, the way we speak, the way we think about things. Water is important. Exercise, movement, standing up, sitting down, squatting down, walking on all fours. Physical activity of any kind is exercise. And when we don't move, we lose blood flow. We can't think. We can't breathe. And yet we somehow imagine that we're gonna be okay and that everything's gonna work inside of us when that's not true drink water exercise eat well now when I say eat well I am specifically talking about clean eating if you've never heard of clean eating I suggest you listen to a man I like to call Dr. Berg because that's his name And he is my favorite doctor in the world so far um, because he actually tries to explain this stuff to people that want to know what he's talking about. I've been to doctors where they are on Google explaining to me different things. And I appreciate the effort, but I kind of wish they already knew what they were talking about. So... Dr. Berg likes to talk about ketosis, um, different things that is going on with your, why you're gaining weight, um, mental status. He talks about anything and everything you can think of in the body that affects your, your health and your nutrition. And one basic factor is that basic food clean eating 
is the best for you. Now, I'm not going to say a regimen of eating and food because that is not what this episode is about. You need to know that the cleanest food is unprocessed. Now, you can chop it up, grind it up, do whatever you want to it at home. Um, let me be more specific. If you get something from the store that is looks like it could have been picked off a tree, dug out of the ground, um, raised in soil, maybe it's still dirty, okay? That's what you want to eat. You want to wash it up, cut it up, and eat it. That's what you want. Yes, you can cook it. There's foods that you need to cook. Some people think that you have to eat everything raw. And some things you do. Some things you don't. Don't overcook it for Pete's sake. Make sure it tastes good. Don't add sauces to everything. Sauces are usually made out of sugar. Sugar is a refined form of something that was natural. So you don't always want to eat sugar because it's already been refined over and over and over again. You can't pick sugar off of a tree. You pick sugar cane. You can't pick some. You can't pick corn oil off of a off of a corn stalk. You pick corn. So think about it that way. If it's been processed, you might not want to eat it. And that's anything processed. Like I said, butter has been processed. You don't really want to eat butter. Honestly, I myself, uh, this might turn you off, I like um, animal products. I am not a vegan, and because I'm not a vegan, I do different things with my food, such as cook them in pig fat. I do. I cook them with pig fat. I'm sorry if that offends you, but I do. Bacon is great. Keeping the pig fat in my freezer I get out a little bit and I cook my eggs with it. I get out a little bit and I add it to soup. I, you know, different things like that. Natural foods, and yes, you're not, you, you take a pig, you cut it up, you eat it. Now, we're not going to go through humane things right now because that's a whole other caveat. But <clears throat> eating right is important. There are many studies that show that when you eat right, tons of things go better in your body. I suggest if you are listening to this, go online, type in what happens when you drink water every day for a month. Things like that. What happens when you exercise every day for a month? different things that have to do with your own biases about your body and how it functions and why it does what it does. Why do you have headaches? Why do you, um, you know, don't, don't just take your doctor's word for it. Honestly, I have known many a people that have gone to several doctors with differing information and you need to make sure that what they are saying actually applies to you because they see hundreds of people 
and they're going to assume that what their problem is, is your problem. Sometimes. Sometimes it's a good doctor. Sometimes they're just assuming. Use your own biases. Now, um, and experiences. Because everyone has a bias. Don't believe anyone that says they are unbiased about anything. Because your experiences shape your bias. That could be political. It it could just be that you don't like the color pink. But you are your experiences and there's nothing you can do about that. But you can add to your experiences. Now... I like to think about people as encyclopedias. That might sound cold, but it's true. If you've ever read an encyclopedia, it's a book of knowledge, usually on a certain subject or grouping of subjects in a specific field. I used to read encyclopedias about superheroes. I would read encyclopedias about rocks and different kinds of animals, oceans, anything that you can think of, I've probably read about for one reason or another. And if I haven't, I want to because there's so much information. What is the point in not learning it? What's the point in not kind of trying to understand the human idea of a universe think for a moment about the universe and the speck you are and the specks everything else is and how much information is in all of those specks we're all books you could write a book about anything. Think about it. You're probably wearing clothes. I'm not going to assume, but you could be wearing clothes. Your clothes are made out of thread. I used to work in a thread factory. We actually took raw cotton, made thread. That thread is probably on your butt. Just how it goes. And working there was fantastic for me because I got to see raw materials being made into something new and it was great I actually work in a factory now where we take raw materials from the very beginning of molten and then we make it into something people buy there are factories for everything there's factories for the the silicone on your gloves there's factories for the glasses that you're wearing there's factories for the wood that's holding your house together people made all of these things and god made all the raw materials and if you don't know anything about any of it what do you think that you know about you know about other kinds of information i bet you know about money taxes I don't. I want to. I'm going to learn about it. Now, see, that's part of my adulting. 
pretty soon I'll be learning about that stuff. I do my taxes, but I don't know how to do all the fun loopholes that other people know. So that's what I'm going to learn. <laughs> but, um, you know, now that we're talking about uh, biases and different things like that, I know that that usually makes people think about politics and skipping taxes and doing taxes and all that stuff. Well, guess what? They have people that learned about this stuff and they are still learning about it and their job is to learn about it. When your job is to learn, you do. Um, now, sometimes people want a step-by-step for everything. I am one of those people. I want to have the information because I don't want to make a mistake. Newsflash? You will. You will. I will. I will make mistakes all the time. And if you know that you make mistakes, you'll take it better. You'll understand. Now, learning something new is really one of my favorite things. It is learning a new song, learning about a new person or a new place, learning a story from your childhood. Those are the things that I hold dear because those are the things when I'm alone, I can close my eyes and I'm surrounded and I'm not alone anymore. Now, learning can be hard and sometimes you need to renew your mind. We get a new day every day. Did you know that your mind renews itself too? I actually listened to a podcast the other day and it was supposed to be a comedy podcast, but they had a brain surgeon on and he spoke about how your spinal fluid while you sleep rinses and cleanses your brain. Your brain actually squeezes out all the gunk like a dirty sponge and is washed in your spinal fluid. That's how important your spinal fluid is. That's why when you wake up refreshed after those eight hours of sleep, six hours or four hours of sleep of actual refreshing sleep, you feel brand new because you are. You get 24 hours every day. And yeah, you might feel like you wasted them. But don't fret. We're not promised tomorrow, but when we get it, be happy about it. Not everything is easy, but everything is learnable. 
and encouraging other people to learn, encouraging yourself to learn, and taking everything with a grain of salt is really the best way to learn things. This has been Three Stories Small, very first podcast, and it is entitled How to Learn Something New from our podcast, Not So Random. I am Cora Story, and I wish you the best new day.